Friday. <laughs> I'm sorry I had to come down so fast. You know, I tried to give you guys the greatest introduction because today your girl is just not feeling it. Like, it's just not one of those days, not one of those times right now. I'm just, just a little out of it. I've been tired, tired, tired. Had a long, 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 long week. But y'all didn't hear, come on here to listen to me grunt and complain. It is Friday, a.k.a. Friday, which means it's another uh, Friday that we're dropping up episode here at the MYB, um, also known as Mind Your Business Podcast, where your mind should always be your business, meaning it should always be your top priority. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing? Hi, you made it through another week. Um, we always use these Fridays to, to check, not only check in, but to be like, I made it and I can do it again, you know, finding your strength in it. So how y'all doing? How y'all been? How y'all week? Like, what's good? <laughs> As you can hear in my voice, I am exhausted. I'm tired. I'm trying to push through. Um, so much is occurring, but you know, I'm alive. I'm well. And I'm in my same mind. And you know, in this day and age, all that's going on in this country, in this world, that speaks volumes, you know. Uh, As much as I want to complain and talk about how tired I am and how stressful things are, I can at least say I'm alive. I'm here. Because not many black women... Uh, have that share that same story not a lot of people share that same story in general but with everything that's going on black women definitely um definitely should take a second look and and be more grateful that we're here because some of us aren't and i'm not saying should be but like that's kind of like the heaviness i've had on my heart the past couple of days is that you know brianna taylor could have easily been any one of us any one of us black women you know Sandra Bland could have been any one of us, you know. Um, We don't know the day, nor the hour, nor how. But it's just knowing that it's happening. Because honestly, for the longest, the myth has always been like black men were the targets, you know. And I'm not taking away from that. Black men are the targets and, you know, they're the ones that, you know, get the brute of it. But, you know. I've seen a lot of people saying it, that the black woman is the most disrespected person on earth. Not only because she's black, because she also has the audacity to be a woman. And, you know, I believe that. I really do. I, I, I do. And I see it. I've witnessed it. I've lived it. And, you know, it, it's, a, it's a little scary. It's a little scary. And um, for the past couple of days, it's had my mind a little bit... Um, on edge it's had me a little bit worried and um i've had a hard time really being able to like uh really maneuver through life really i've been kind of stuck so you know 
Um, I decided that I'll make this um, this episode a brain dump episode um, just because I don't know about y'all, but my brain is cluttered. And uh, I told myself that I'm going to start doing a better job of practicing self-care with myself um, as much as I like encourage you guys to do it. And um, as that I've been waking up this past couple of days and looking at the news, which is always the worst mistake and things in my personal life and, you know, trying to, you know, deal with work and, you know, still trying to deal with school. And I just found myself being in a cluster of feelings that were not good and just stressing myself out or, or beginning to stress. I was at the beginning stages of like stress. And I decided, you know what, since we have two more episodes left of of this wonderful season, I'm going to take the time and make, you know, this one of these episodes, a brain dump episode. Just because, you know, by maybe me dumping out my brain um, and encouraging a prompt will help you to take that time to do for yourself and can help you to maneuver better, help you to reorganize yourself for the next week to come. Because next week starts a new month, you know. Um, So, you know, hopefully this uh, prompt helps to... um, push you forward and um, get you on track to where you want to be. So, so besides that, I say that I feel personally, I feel like everyone deals with some form of anxiety or depression, whether it's short term, long term, whatever, more prominent, the others diagnosed, whatever have you, everybody experiences some type of anxiety, some type of um, uncertainty, some type of depression, some type of sadness, some type of something, you know? And because of that, um, not because of that, but it all accumulates in our brain. And I know we don't talk about it much and nobody really talks about it enough, but our, our brains really, um, are the key to our whole body. We can't tell our arm to do something without our brain processing and knowing it first. You know what I'm saying? The brain sends the signal to the arm like, hey, I need you to do this. Um, we're not we're not just walking on this earth, you know, just. Just we're, I, I'm trying to find the, the thought. Um, we're not just walking on this earth, able to move our limbs without using the signals that come from our brain. Our brain is a very significant um, key to our lives is a very significant key to how we maneuver in our body. Our brain is a very significant key to, uh, to, to, to our actions. Um, so sorry, I'm playing with these earrings and I don't know why I'm doing it. No, I'm being distracted, but, um, but we don't give the brain its props. We don't give the brain its flowers. We, write it off as something that's just sitting up there and it's pink and squishy. Um, but we don't really give it its proper acknowledgement. Um, a lot of times, I don't know why I'm so stressed. I don't know. That. And it's because you have allowed yourself to overcapacitate your brain and it's no longer able to really 
sort through clearly. That's why when we are stressed out or we do have a lot of things on our mind and we are burdening ourselves with a lot of things, our body is affected because now your body can't get the proper signals that it used to get from your brain on how to function because it's cluttered with so much other crap that is unnecessary and sometimes just, you know, insignificant to everything else you have going on in your life. And then you start seeing when people start forgetting things and when people just start acting a different way and stuff like that. Yeah, your brain is so cluttered that it can't, you know, function as usual. So things start just going haywire. Wires keep getting crossed and like it's just all downhill from there. But we don't, we shouldn't want that to happen. You know what I'm saying? And one way I've found recently um is to do a brain dump right so i'm gonna read to you guys what i found about what read a bleh, of what a brain dump is so you guys know i'm always searching the psych uh websites and you know googling things and trying to bring back its relevance here but i was on psychcentral.com and um one of these ladies one of this a therapist came up um, a psychologist, I should say, named Sherry Steins, and she's considered the recovery expert. So this is what uh, her title, her article was titled, Using Brain Dumping to Manage Anxiety and Overthinking. Okay. And sidebar, overthinking, I struggle with it a lot. Overthinking is just like when you create scenarios or you go too deep into something and, and you just create a whole different world. Like I can say, oh my God, like... um. All right, I got, I got, uh, two hundred dollars in my bank account. Hmm. But I gotta pay this bill, this bill, this bill, this bill. Well, how am I gonna pay this bill and that bill? But now I got two hundred dollars. Like now my money's dwindling down. But how am I gonna pay for this when it's due on Saturday? And I don't have the money for that. And that, and now we're just going over. And now I'm now I've gotten to a conclusion that I'm gonna be broke, that I'm gonna be homeless, and I'm gonna lose my car. It's overthinking, unnecessary. Like, not even important. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like. Nothing proved to, nothing has proved that that's going to be the outcome. But with my overthinking, I go so deep that that's the conclusion I come up with. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's crazy. But anyway, um, in Sherry Stein's article, she said there are many coping skills which are helpful for managing anxiety. Brain dumping is a step above a coping skill. It is a technique. It involves removing the overthinking thoughts from your mind and placing them somewhere else. This can help you live more freely throughout each day as the things that are troubling you are being resolved. Cool. So I definitely thought that and I was like, oh, I need to do this because I need to get my brain clear. I need clarity mentally so that I am able to maneuver and and I'm able to be the best that I can be so that I'm not hurting my, my body. Um, because of my over, my overthinking and all my thoughts cluttering up that way, I'm able to move forward instead of being stuck. Cause if I can be honest with y'all, as much as I've been doing to be better, as much as I've been working on my mental, I feel stuck. I feel stuck in the mud because it's some, in some aspects I'm moving forward, but in some aspects I'm still holding towards, um, I'm still holding on to baggage from the past. So I'm like teetering. And if anybody knows, if you teeter anything, you can't commit to nothing. If you're teetering, 
you can't allow yourself to fully experience. If you're teetering the fence, um, you're not doing yourself any justice. You're causing yourself more harm if anything else. And I, I can be honest enough to say that um, right now I'm teetering. Right now I am stuck and I want to, I see where I'm going in the future. I see um, the I see everything I manifested. I see the greatness ahead, but it's the guilt and unresolved issues from the past that I can't let go of. And it's keeping me um, from moving forward. So that's kind of where, where I decided, OK, I'm going to do a brain dump because I need to get this. I need to get this done. I need to get this out. I need to be able to move forward. Like a lot of you know, I'm moving closer. Well, not moving closer, but my birthday's in February and I turned 29 and I always told myself, um, every, with every year that I get older, I want to make sure it's a new me, a, 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 a more enlightened version of myself. And what I'm seeing is that I've been stuck, even though discovering myself this year, I have been stuck and have used my outside surroundings in order to justify why it's okay for me to be stuck. I've used COVID. I've used, um, you know, being home from work. I've used, um, just past things to, to, to justify the fact that I'm stuck and that it's okay. When in actuality, I know personally that it's not okay for me because I have things I have to accomplish and I have, um, things I got to let go of. And the longer I keep holding on to it, the longer I keep blocking my own blessings and stifling myself. You know what I'm saying? So, um, back to the article it says brain dumping is an exercise in, um, in different Differentiation. So it's when you're trying to put different things away or whatever. Um, and I probably explained that wrong. I'm so sorry. Um, it is similar to cleaning out and organizing a closet. The reason it will help your anxiety or your overthinking is because part of anxiety or overthinking is the problem of too much unresolved clutter in your brain. See, we just talked about that. Brain dumping helps organize this clutter into workable pieces, which are easier to resolve than a jumbled mess. So... Um, there are different forms of doing brain dumping. Um, there, I, I have looked online. There's so many different aspects. Um, so some of them just work on pulling the negatives out so you can look at them and understand like they're just not even that serious. Some of them are spiritual. Um, some of them are basically like, devi- like devising a to-do list and gratitude and priority and stuff like that. Um, I found one. On Pinterest, because y'all know I love me some Pinterest. <laughs> and um, I liked it, but it, it was kind of like a little bit, a lot of negatives being pulled out. And I was like, I know myself and many of you, um, pulling all that negative out can be draining. And at the same time, looking back at it can make you feel as if there's nothing good going on or that it will help create more of a reason to be stuck. You know, so what I decided to do was to maneuver it a little bit. Um, I changed a couple of things about it, but it's still the same thing. And what I want to do is I want to go over it. Um, I'm going to do it myself on here with you guys. But at the same time, I want you guys to later on take the take the action of doing it yourself. Um, just because I'm doing it on here as an example, to be an example, to to, you know, Show you guys like, hey, this is what it is. Um, but 
I still want you guys to take the time to do it for yourself, to unload yourself uh, so you can unclutter. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's about. So, y'all ready? Y'all ready to declutter? Because we're about to get it started. Like, on some real spit. And I need y'all to be prepared for it. Okay? 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 <laughs> we'll be right back. All right. We are back. <laughs> um, And we're going to start our brain dumping process. Um... So with that, I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull it up again. Um, I will be posting the brain dump um, along with, you know, the podcast, stuff like that. Just, yeah, take time to really do it, guys. Like, take the opportunity to just let your um, brain be free or whatever, you know, the declutter. So there are one, two, three, four, five, six, six circles. Um, three focus more on the positives of things and they're at the end and then three focus on like a lot of more, of more considerable, you know, negative things and that's okay. So, um, they're circles, uh, how I did it, I wrote it out. The prompt has circles, but the circles are too small for me. Um, how I did it is I got my journaling notebook and, um, I wrote six different columns. Now I did it like. I let I wrote the title of one, left a couple of lines, wrote the title of the other on the other side on the opposite side. So it's like some are on the right side, some are on the left. The prompts, whatever. Um, because I didn't write a lot of bullets under it because I didn't want to make this a I don't I have a lot of my brain, but it's pretty much condensed. I didn't want to get specific with things. Um, because um and, and, and that's a personal choice. If you want to sit there and be very specific with with Dumping your brain, by all means, go ahead. I just kept it more um, specific, but at the same time, general, because I know what, what it is and for the sake of, you know, doing it with you guys right now. Um, but the six categories are procrastinations, fears, anger, encouragement, achievements, and gratitudes. Um, so I did uh all of them so i'm gonna go through them i'm gonna go through them and as you can hear i'm flipping the pages i'm gonna start with the first one um procrastination i think yeah okay so me dumping out my brain procrastinations are like the biggest things i deal with i just i i'm ooh. i will wait till i'm a wait to the last minute person when it comes to certain things and it's really 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 bad um, and I have to do better than that. But for my procrastinations, I put schoolwork, <laughs> workload, cleaning house, and taking care of me. With schoolwork, I will have a paper due on Wednesday. I will wait until Wednesday at 8 o'clock to do the paper. And then probably not turn it in until Thursday or Friday. And for the longest, I kept telling myself, oh, it's okay, Dom. It's okay. Like, you're going to get it turned in. You're going to get it turned in. Until I got to the point that I had a C. And I had a 2.0. And it kind of started messing with me because it was just like, you know, I want to graduate with a 4.0. I have until, you know, June. And I was calculating numbers and I'm like, if I get a C in this class or I get a 2.0 in this class, it's going to take down my GPA, which is already a 3.5. It's going to take my GPA down to a 3.1. 
And I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal with it having it. And, and it's not a significant drop, but still, I don't want to stress myself out of, oh, am I going to get kicked out of my program because my GPA dropped so low and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that fear on my heart. So I need to do better in that aspect. And I know I need to. Um, workload, I'll get, you know, I'm not doing the same job that I usually do, um, during the school year. And that's been affecting me. It's been like making me be like, okay, well, what's the point type of things, you know what I'm saying? And I've been very, um, I've been very like lackadaisical when it comes to work. And, but in the back of my head, I have the fear of, um, if I don't do what I need to do, you know, I could lose my job. I could lose my money. And every day I have that fear of maybe today they're not going to pay you. And it's irrational. It, it, it very much so is irrational. But it's because I know I'm not doing my best. I'm not doing my job to the best of ability. And I have nobody to blame but myself. Because once again, I'm using stuff as excuses or crutches. You know what I'm saying? Um, cleaning my house. Ooh, ooh. I just haven't. There are dishes I need to clean. There's laundry I need to do. There's things I need to fold. There's floor I need to mop. There's a bed I need to make. And I always say, I don't have enough time. And it's I do. I make time for what I want to make time for. And this is not something I make time for. So tired, you know? Tired from doing nothing. And the last one is taking care of me. Um, and this is nothing new. I've told you guys before that when it comes to self-care for myself, I'm the worst. I like, like I took a bath last night. Finally. I'm not finally like that, but I took a bath last night and like soaked and allowed myself to like feel good and like pamper myself because I haven't done it in so long. Like I always put somebody else's needs or, or something else in front of mine. So, you know, that's a procrastination that I wait weeks to pamper myself right <laughs> all right so that's my procrastination um my procrastination circle so then we go to the next circle fears now boy oh boy um whoo. my fears are uh, one being alone that's the first one i put there and um, it bugs me a lot because like I told you guys on the loneliness episode, um, I've always felt like I've been by myself. And what happens is that somebody comes into my life or people come into my life and make me feel as if that is not true and give me some type of comfort. But then they do something or suddenly leave my life and then it feels like, you know, I'm back at square one. So my fear is being alone. Because what it seems like how life has maneuvered and how my life has gone is that I'm alone, that I'm going to be alone. Like, that's my options. And it's not woe is me type of thing, but it's just like, that's how my brain thinks. Like, Dominique, you're going to be alone. Like, you're probably going to be that auntie that had the cool auntie, all the cool nieces and nephews, but you're going to be alone. I even have a plan that by 33, if I'm not in a relationship, if I'm not married or anything like that, I'm just going to have a kid on my own. Like, seriously, I have the plan written out. Like, that is what I will do. And I'm, I have no shame in it, you know? 
<laughs> when I think about it, it's just like, why I have that fear, but it's like, I grew up like that. You know, I always felt like I was by myself and I always said I wanted to be a mom because I knew if anything else, being a mom, that's a connection. That's a bond beyond anything else. It supersedes anything else. And I can be with the father and you'd be married, but we can also fail. But my child, we, we, we might have tits and tats and we might have disagreements, but the bond that I've created with that child, the, the, the connection that we have never fades you know it's a different type of love but anyway uh, another one of my fears was being used by others because I have a problem with saying no to people I know I give off this very tough exterior and let me know I'm letting y'all into a lot of stuff I'm being very vulnerable so just know um I have a very bad habit of wanting to be liked by everybody so a lot of times and to be accepted because I'm so used to just being by myself. So I want to make sure like people understand and like accept me for me and appreciate and like just want to have me around. That way I don't have to be by myself. Um, With that, though, I have a very tough problem of saying no or being stern or putting my foot down and meaning it in a lot of situations without feeling guilt. Now, that's the problem without feeling guilt. Sometimes I'll do it, but I feel so guilty that I'll go back on my own word, which causes people to use me. Uh, which causes people to take advantage of my kindness. Um, and that's a fear of mine is that it will continue to happen. And that it, that people, when they see me or they meet me, it's the first thing they notice like, oh, she's really, really kind hearted. We could take advantage of that. You know what I'm saying? Or she has a problem. She wants to really be liked or she has a problem with um, saying no. We're going to take advantage of that, you know? And it's not irrational. It's not irrational because some people go around thinking like that, you know, looking for people they they can they can dominate, you know, and have control over. So as irrational as it may seem, it is a rational thought. You know what I'm saying? Um, another fear of mine is not having money. And that ties into a fear of being homeless because I'm not a material materialistic person at all. I have been living check to check since I was a little girl. Like, I'm used to it. I'm used to hustling. I'm used to having to work hard to get what I need. Um, I just became financially stable um, uh, this past year, really, um, with with my job. This is my third year going to my job, uh, which is the longest I've ever stayed at a job. Um, but it took my second year being there to really get stable financially. And even now with having a car, I still find that I'm still good. I'm still like financially stable, which I thought I wasn't going to be if I got a car, you know, stuff, to, which, which is good because I don't have a payment and, you know, I'm, I'm, I do good with my gas and I, you know, I, I, I do good things. So I'm, I'm, I'm financially stable to an extent, not to where I would want to be, but I, I, I've made a step. But my fear is not having it. Like I told y'all, my fear is losing my job. Because sometimes I don't understand what they want from me. Or sometimes I do become lazy and complacent because we are at home. And I'm not seeing my kids. And my kids were gave me the motivation to go to my job every day. So I have a fear of not having money. I have a fear like if I have, if I have $100 in my account, right? Just $100. And I have bills coming up, I freak out. Because it's like, how can I make all these things work? And da, 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 and da, 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 da. And then I will find myself spiraling and getting so worked up over money to the point that I'll cry. Like, it's happened before. It's happened before. 
So it's not like I get hung up on money and the fact that I need to have the latest this and that. I get worried about money just because of the basic needs of survival. Like, yeah. Majority of my money is spent on food. Like, and that does sound like a little fatty fatty, but like, seriously, majority of my money is spent on me eating. It's spent on my food, you know? Like, that's that's where a lot of it resides. So I have fear of not having it just because... I'm always covered with food, but everything else piles up, you know? Whew. Um, and, and my last fear I wrote are the police. Um, I've had some encounters with police, unfortunately, in college. And I've had, you know, some encounters uh, in my older age. And um, they just made me feel uncomfortable because you just never know what's going to happen. You just never know what you're going to get out of the experience. You just never know how you come out on the other end. Like, sometimes when I see police, I think, I don't know, am I going to become a hashtag today? Um, it's just the uncertainty of, of I don't know, of being a black woman. Like, you just never know. Um, I, there was a situation in which I had to encounter with the police uh, a couple of weeks ago. About a month, well, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. A month ago, whatever. And I was so terrified to talk to the police. And, like... Like, to tell them what happened because my fear of them. Now, it could have very well helped, you know, with moving forward on ever have you, but I was so uncomfortable with talking with them that it stopped me from really being, you know, 100% completely, you know, forward with them, honest with them, you know? So that was my own, that was my own, you know, thing. But those are my fears. Uh, and I'm gonna tell you guys I wrote these this morning like I dumped everything out this morning and it was so refreshing like seriously so going to my next circle is anger and this is the one I kind of got vague because I don't want to put anybody out there I don't want to put anything too personal out there um just because it's still situations that are being worked through and I guess anger is an emotion and I'm feeling that emotion currently you know so, I'm anger. Uh, I'm feeling angry about my ex. Um, how it ended, things that were said, um, things that might be still being said about me or whatever. Um, just how the whole thing went down. Um, I'm still angry about that because um, it was just so unnecessary. And it could have been better. It could have been better. But you know what? That's that's the lesson that I got out of it. So it is what it is, you know? Um, another thing I'm angry about are ex-friends who made promises to be there. People who were in my life that tricked me, bamboozled me, whatever how it is, and came into my life under false pretenses and then once they, you know, got what they wanted or found me no longer to be useful to them, left. And I guess I'm angry because I allowed it. I'm angry because I saw the signs, I saw the flags, but I didn't question. I kind of questioned myself, but I didn't let it out and have the honest conversations. And I kind of feel like I get angry because I feel like I gave them a part of me and they took it with no consideration. 
um, and left me out to dry. Because a lot of people, you know, that I'm talking about, just ghost it. And, I, you know, I don't really get down with the whole ghosting culture. I think it's immature. I think it's stupid. I think it's for people who cannot communicate. Um, if you take offense to it, well, stop doing it. Sorry. I, I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. I think the whole ghosting thing is dumb. I really do. I think closure is key for people. Or if anything, you know, just saying, hey, this isn't just working for me and block me then. Or whatever how the situation is, just don't go ghost because there's nothing worse than leaving somebody with uncertainty because that person starts rethinking and looking at themselves and overanalyzing, overthinking themselves and, and you're creating such, it's, it's torture. And I know some people will be like, well, you know what? Learn how to not do it. Yeah, it's, it's hard when you think somebody is there for you. It's hard when you want people to like you and then all of a sudden the rug is pulled from underneath you. You want to know why. I'm a very curious person, you know? So my curiosity is going to take over and be like, okay, so why did this happen? Why did this have to happen? You know, type of thing. So I really don't get down with the whole ghosting thing, as you guys can hear. Like, I'm very strong about it. It's aggravating to me because it's just unnecessary. Um, so I, I'm angry about that. I, I, I am angry about that. Um, I'm angry at, 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 at my family. Um, there's things that are occurring, things that are going on that, um, I don't technically really agree with. I don't care for, I don't like, and, um, there's a lot of things from, my childhood that um, have resurfaced and that I'm working through and I'm dealing with. And in that, it's making me relive a lot of emotions. And anger is is one of the strong front runners. <laughs> and it's creating, it, it's just building up, not building up, but the anger is coming back. And this time it's actually being like, you know, acknowledged by myself and I'm just trying to work through it um and my last anger um is this country this country racism black people sometimes and let me let me specify on black people I'm so sick and tired of seeing black people rag on black people I'm so sick and tired of seeing black men talking down on black women and saying that white women are better or other or, or, or Latina women are better or Asian women are better than black women, forgetting that they have a black mother, forgetting that they have a black sister, a black grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get angry about that. I get angry about seeing black girls against black girls because of their skin tone, because of their hair. Oh, she got that nappy hair because she ain't got the certain curls. She ain't got the, the, the 3C curl or... Ooh, she cute for a dark skin girl. Or, ooh, she can't do it like the light skin over there. Like, that stuff is frustrating to me. Because, and all that's going on right now, all that's occurring, black people, we need to stick together. We need to stand together. Because you might think, oh, white women is better, but I'm telling you this, black man, let some stuff hit the fan. Let some stuff go crazy. I guarantee you that frilly white girl go bye-bye. At the end of the day, she's still not going to know your struggle. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's not that I'm not for interracial relationships. That's not at all. Do what you got to do. My thing is that you can date whoever you date. You can love whoever you love. But you never, you never, ever, ever have to be derogatory towards another race of women. Let me tell you this. I have only dated black men my entire life. And let me tell you, it has been a roller coaster. Some of them experiences, I promise you, maybe you want to say, you know, forget black men in general. But I will not hold the whole group of black males accountable for what a couple of males did to me. I won't do it. I won't talk derogatory down or derogatory to black men. You ain't going to hear me saying white men is better. Spanish men is better. No, I'm always going to stand beside my black men. And that's one of the main problems with black women. We stand beside regardless of everything. At the same time, there's light-skinned females that look at me sideways because I'm a little darker skin. You know what I'm saying? And to me, we all beautiful. We all beautiful. We are all magnificent. We all have melanin. Just because you lighter don't mean nothing. Like, to me, it's like, why are we focusing on those things? Where Why are we tearing each other down verbally in that aspect instead of directing all that hate and all that anger and all that, uh, all that, all that stuff towards the outside? We as black people, if you haven't noticed, are fighting a fight within ourselves, within our communities, and within our country. That's three different wars. Three different wars going on. But somehow we become so fixated with the one in our community. It it frustrates me. In this country, racism, because I don't understand. I understand, but at the same time, I don't understand. No, no, I don't understand racism. And when I say I don't understand racism, I don't understand why. Why is it that you have to fight so hard to be superior that you have to knock down another group of people? I don't understand that. And people can explain to me and I'm like, okay, I understand your facts, but I don't understand. It makes no sense to me. This country, the way this country is going with y'all president in office, frustrating. I cannot, I cannot deal I've watched the news more the last seven months than I have ever in my life. And every time I just get more depressed and like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this is the country in which we live in. I cannot believe that this is this is life right now. You know what I'm saying? Like. But I'm not going to go on a tangent no more. (laughs) That is my anger bubble. So I take a breather. I'm taking a breather. And so are we. Okay. (laughs) We'll be right back. All right. So I had to take a quick breather because if y'all ain't realized I was getting a little heated talking about the anger. But like I said, like the first three bubbles seem so negative to me. Like I'm like uncluttering the negatives, but it's okay. It's okay. Because the next three bubbles are are more light. And I do it like that because literally just doing the first three bubbles, my head hurts. My my I actually have a migraine um that started and in my head is starting to hurt. But 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 the last three I feel like help to boost 
me up a little bit more and just to bring ease. So the next bubble is in the next three bubbles are encouragements. Well, where is it? Encouragements, achievements, and gratitudes. So, um, yeah, I'm excited about that with y'all. So my encouragements, um, my encouragements are my closest friends. And let me say that, um, I have a very, very small group of people that I, I relate information to what's going on in my life. And without me saying much to them, I can call them and text them. It's like a divine connection. And they instantly are tapped in without knowing it and speak into me such encouragement, such real, such, um, such great things that it helps my life. And they don't even know it half of the time unless I tell them like, hey, y'all know y'all really like bless me in this aspect, whatever like that. But I'm grateful for that. That's where my encouragement comes from, my small, very, very small circle. Um, and then being able to be in tune with my spirit and just know the right things to say all the time. Like they never miss a beat ever. Knock on wood, but <laughs> um, my kids. And when I say my kids, I mean my students. I'm still in a, a contact with a lot of my students. I get to contact them and my athletes and seeing their joys, um, hearing them look up, to, hearing them, their words for me and looking up to me and, you know, bigging me up more than I think that I should be really, really, really um, gives me encouragement, really pushes me up. It really gives me hope. Um, one of my kids got spotlighted, well, was, had a little spotlight moment um, in our school and they did a write up on him and he chose to talk about me. And how I encourage and he's grateful that I'm his coach and um, I'm funny, but at the same time, I'm there. I think I mentioned this like a week ago, Um, but reading that and seeing that I thanked him because um, it just made my heart warm. It made me feel good. It made me realize that, you know, even with all the crap I got going on and how sometimes I can doubt myself and beat up on myself that there are, there's, there, there are one kids looking up to me two, um, that see greatness in me. Cause you know, sometimes adults can't see it. Sometimes we, we fight to get people our own age to see our greatness and see our goodness and all this stuff like that. Whereas here's a child looking at me like through the purest eyes. And see who I am and see what I give and my love. And, and, and that encourages me. That uplifts me. Um, another encouragement is I, can, I keep the constant thought in my head. You've been here before, Dom. And you've always come out victorious. I constantly keep telling myself, like, you've been here before. You're coming out victorious. You always come out victorious. No matter what it looks like, you come out victorious always. You know? Um... My other encouragement is God. I, 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 I'm not, I quickly go to the word. I quickly go to my Bible verses. I quickly go to things I've studied just to keep myself uplifted um, when things get dark. Because a lot of times I think with me, it is a spiritual thing. Um, it goes between spiritual and mental. Um, and just based off of the life that I've had and, you know, things that have happened or whatever like that. Um the last two are kind of like therapy to me. 
so it's my therapist. <laughs> uh, you know, she allows me to dump and then like encourages me to keep certain sorting through things and like putting things in perspective. Um, so that's an encouragement that she she's like, hey, it's okay to feel this way. And, you know, gives me that validation that it's okay to feel these emotions. Now, this is how we're going to work through it, you know? And music. I Y'all know me. I'm a music buff. I love me some music. Music is my life. <laughs> I will go to music. And it seems like every song I listen to at a certain time has some type of keen, I don't know, keen relevance to my life. And, and I love that aspect of it, you know? Um, songs, really, lyrics, they really just will hit home sometimes. And I experience that a lot with music. And, ooh, my gosh. I would spend a whole day just listening to music. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that would be my whole entire, uh, whole day spent. Um, but, um, yeah, that is my, what's it called? That is my. Oh, encouragement circle. Okay, so let me go to my next circle. My next circle is achievements. And like I said, this part, as I'm going through these, kind of gives me a little bit more relief um, because it's like, hey, at the end of the day, there are some negative things going on, but there's some positives as well, Dom. And I got to remember that, you know? Um, So one achievement is finishing up this podcast. Uh, we made a year, we celebrated a year, but not only that, we finished two seasons. Next Friday will be the last episode of two seasons. And, um, like I've always mentioned before, there were so many times I wanted to give up. There were so many times I wanted to throw in a towel because I thought it wasn't worth it. I thought it wasn't going anywhere. I thought it wasn't going to mean anything yet. I have been proven wrong and it has been one of the beautiful journeys of my life. Um, this just discovering how far I can push myself, um, being committed to this and, and pushing out content for others, knowing that it's, it's touching them the same way it's touching me. Um, so that's an achievement to me. Another achievement it might seem silly, but for me, being a first time car owner, um, taking care of my car, having my car function. I got my car in March and it's still functioning. Now, some dents and dangs, but for the most part, Every time a problem arose in my car, I took care of it immediately. I got it taken care of and it's still in functioning and it's working. And that's a fear that I had uh, before getting car that I wasn't going to be able to maintain um, nor keep it well together. And I have. So, yay. (laughs) I smile about that. I really do. Um, Taking care of my body. Um, I just started like really working out again for real, for real, because I had let myself go. And at first it was for vanity reasons. I was like, ooh, I don't want to look like this in the third. But um, after a while, I started realizing I want to have longevity on, on like on this earth. I want to like be on this earth for a long time and experience like life and stuff like that. So it just made me want to become more um, proactive with working out more, becoming more active. Also with like dealing with not having that many places to go or not going to work helped to keep my sanity, you know, helped to keep me, um, okay. You know? Um, so, uh, another achievement of mine, 
um, it, uh, I would say it's staying somewhat leveled. Um, like I said, dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression, dealing with bipolar disorder, um, the times that we're living in right now could be very, um, triggering. It could throw me off a lot. Um, and I know that, uh, there's been times where I felt like I was going to fall off the edge, but in turn, I, um, and leveled and somewhat balanced. And I think that's a major accomplishment. Like I said, dealing with have being a person that deals with mental health, um, and the disorder all the time. The fact that I have found some type of level, I have found some type of medium, not always, but some type that I am stable enough that I haven't engaged in any self-harm or I haven't engaged in any detrimental things to myself. I haven't um, gone back to vices of mine and, uh, and abused them. You know what I'm saying? Like there's some type of leveling. So I'm very, very proud of that. Um, and the last achievement I would say was not dropping out of any of my classes, not dropping out of school. Um, I've literally been in school since January. So basically the, the beginning of COVID and, um, it's gotten harder month after month, after month, after month, after month, staying focused and staying in tune and wanting to keep going and not getting shaken or stirred or anything like that. So I'm very, very, very proud that I'm still keeping up with it, though I'm not giving the best effort. And I, I recognize that I'm still fighting, um, the best of my ability. So I, I, I pat myself in the back for that. <laughs> um, and for my last circle is my gratitudes. Um, the things that I am grateful for, the things that, um, are the light at the end of the tunnel for me. Um, so my gratitudes are for my life. Um, just recently, I've had a situation in which I, um, in which I got scared of thinking that my life would probably be ended. Um, and I mean, it can't, that, I mean, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. I was going to say that's being too dramatic and shortchange myself, but I'm not going to do that because, um, that's downplaying it. Um. I'm grateful for my life. One, because all all the things that are going on, I'm still alive. And sometimes I don't know how. I don't know why God has given me the grace to be here on this earth and what's my purpose. But there was a, a situation that I in, was in or a situation that happened where I thought that I might for a, for a blip second. I thought that my life might come to the end like this might be it. So I'm very, very, very grateful to wake up every morning, no matter how stressful it is, no matter how bad I might feel, no matter how frustrated it might be. I'm so grateful to wake up to life because I know that it's something that people take advantage of and it's something that can be gone in a blink of an eye. So I'm so grateful. I'm trying to get emotional, but I'm so grateful for my life. Um, I'm grateful for love being applied at needed times, you know. Like I said, I will call somebody in my my circle, only people I really call, and they'll know exactly what to say, when to say it, how to say it without me having to prompt or prime them. You know, it's just dropped in their spirit. And I feel like it's a divine thing that they apply that love just when it's needed, you know, not overly much, which would turn me off or not underdoing it, but just enough. And it hits the nerve. It hits the right spot. I'm so, 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 so grateful for that. I'm grateful for my sanity. 
because there are some times that I do fall out of touch with reality. And I'm, I'm, I'm very open to saying that I fall out of touch with reality sometimes. And um, I'm so I'm super, super, super grateful that I have my sanity. I have my right mind. I know my name. I, I know where I live. I know how to govern myself accordingly and walk through life and, and be able to be an upstanding, an outstanding citizen, like an upstanding citizen. I, I'm grateful for my sanity. I'm grateful that I wake up and I know who I am, where I am and, 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 and what day it is, you know, in my right mind. Um, and I would say my last gratitude for right now is my peace. I'm so grateful that um, I have a calming peace on me right now. Um, even when I want to really bug out, wild out, there's a there's a, a peace that succumbs me and 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 really like drills deep into my chest cavity. And and and, and even though I struggle in my mind, the peace comes in and soothes. It's like a it's like singing my brain a, a, a lullaby. Um, and it's, it's a beautiful feeling and I'm so grateful for my peace. Um, cause I want peace for so long, you know? <laughs> so anyway, let me get back on with you guys. So that is how we do brain dumping. Now it's a little longer because I went through specifics with you guys and explained stuff to you, but the purpose is to just dump it out. And then when you are ready Come back to it and sort through it, organize it. And it's when you're organizing and you're sorting through it, you're trying to see where it become better. Like in the first three negative bubbles, where can that be better? Where can we think better? Where can we cut these things down? How can we um, be more proactive and better? How can I not being, how can I stop being so um, lackadaisical when it comes to my schoolwork and be more productive? That way I don't cause the stress to myself. You know what I'm saying? Like these are, that's the purpose of brain dumping. You get it all out clearing your mind. Now you're reorganizing it and, and putting it in its perspective places and finding solutions for it. And I hope that you guys have taken this example, taken this ride, and it's made you think a little bit and that you do the exercise yourself. This is technically like our topic for the day and also our self-care tip. So um, that's it. <laughs> we'll be back. My beautiful people and that is that we come to the end of our episode um <laughs> love to hear from you guys for sure especially as especially as we are winding down we love to hear stories that you might want to share opinions that you might have questions that you might have topics that you might want to talk on that i haven't touched um black businesses that you want to promote please hit us up at um well email us at mentalmindbiz at gmail.com. Once again, that's mentalmindbiz, B-I-Z at gmail.com. You can also um, go follow us on all platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter um, at, I can't remember it. (laughs) Wait, uh, mentalmind underscore mind your biz. There we go. Sorry, y'all. My brain just had a, a fart moment. Um, you can follow us on all social media platforms at underscore mind yo biz. 
That's B-I-Z-Z. As y'all can tell, your girl needs a much needed break. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, follow us on all platforms. Don't forget to subscribe on whatever uh, um, listening, streaming thing that you're um, listening to the podcast to. Uh, I want to say I'm so grateful for everybody. I say it all the time. I, I over probably say it, but I'm so grateful for um, all the feedback and all the listeners, all the subscribers, all the people who like content and send things in. Thank you so much for um, listening and being a part as we close up season two. Next week will be our last episode. Let me reiterate that again. Next week will be our last episode for season two. Then we will go on a little hiatus um, again until uh, season three gears up. The reason why we do that is because um, the podcast is a heavy thing. Um, the, the topic that we're talking about is heavy. And on top of that, I deal with mental health um, all the time. And sometimes it can get very, very overwhelming um, to stay on top or to always be, um, I want to say, always be... Um, Basically, always pouring myself out um, and in order to take better care of me and to replenish myself and make sure that I'm giving you guys the best shows and that I'm giving you guys the best contact and advice and that I am well is that I have to put myself first and we have to go on the little breaks every once in a while. The breaks are never super long. They're not long, but they are much needed. As you guys can tell, my demeanor is very low and my voice is dropping. I'm tired. Um, but nonetheless, uh, you will get what you need. So, um, that being said, one more episode, one more episode, one more episode. Hey, y'all have a great week this week. Um, the rest of this week, enjoy your weekend. Remember you are first, you are important. You are everything. Be kind to yourself and protect your magic. We are essence of this earth. We should start acting like it. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. See you on Monday for Mental Mondays. We out.